0: Someone outside your own village, even a grandfatherly talkative old farmer. Well, I see you're not going to tell me. He winked at her, and then he looked off at the city, his expression growing grim. Should ye get in trouble, go to the goose and the gander tavern, North City. Ask for May. Tell her you're a friend of mine, and she'll help ye if she can. I will, said Cale, and waved goodbye to the old man before trudging up the hill away from the road. She listened to the squeak of the axle and creak of the wheels, but didn't turn to watch the farmer's wagon lumber down the sloping road. Among an hour's worth of advice, Mistress Miger had said to keep her focus on what's ahead. Kale sighed. Mistress Miger knows best. Lush gorse bushes covered the grassy slope. The hill nestled right against one of the mountains. Farmer Brigg had known the names of all the peaks in the Moorchain Range, his stories of how these names came to be fascinated Kale, but it was tales of Vindella that had caught her attention. After all, Vindella would be her home. Just over the rise, she found a place to settle. She sat with her back to a gum tree, her bare feet propped up on a stone outcropping. She rested her arms on knees, pulled up to her chin, and her chin on her folded arms. Then Kale took a long, peaceful breath of the hot summer air, and allowed herself the luxury of gazing at beautiful Vendella. The twisting spires and floating spears were beyond anything she had imagined. The whole scene looked like a magical picture, clean and bright and full of promise. Pulling the thong at her neck, Kale drew out a soft scarlet pouch. She placed it between her hands, gently rubbing the material, enjoying the satin finish, elated by the secret of the stone-like egg within. The egg warmed, responding to her excitement. It thrummed. The gentle vibration communicated joy and anticipation through Kale's sensitive fingers. With her eyes back on the city, Kale talked aloud. "'In a week we'll be going to the hall. I'll be a servant of the people then, not a slave. That's higher class than I ever dreamed of being. Fancy food, fancy clothes, fancy education.' She smoothed the silky cloth at her throat with one rough hand. Mistress Miger had given her the long blue scarf the night her husband, Chief Councilman Miger, told Kale to go to Vendella. The rest of Kale's homespun attire reflected her social status. Her trousers had two patches, one at the knee and one at her seat. She wore a shirt, a tunic, and the blue scarf. Travel dust covered every inch of her. She'd find a stream and clean up before entering Vendella. A new life awaited her in that beautiful city. Not one person in all of River Away remembered a time when a local had been sent to the hall. Master Miger said to hold the honor tight. Kale held it tight all right, if only to convince herself she wasn't scared like a squawking peeper fallen out of the nest. Focus on what's ahead. We'll travel and do Paladin's bidding. She grinned at that. Sounds pretty high and mighty for the likes of me. For a few moments, she stared at the fairy-tale castles surrounding the walled city. Seven bridges in jewel colors crossed the Pomandando River on the eastern side. Each bridge led to a towering entrance to the inner city. People from each of the seven high races crossed these bridges at one time or another, she whispered. The wall in the River Away Tavern had a mural of a brotherhood marching across a mountain pass. Each of the races was represented. Crudely drawn, the figures nonetheless looked excited to be adventuring. Kale imagined a similar procession crossing one of the great bridges. Bantam Duniels, Giant Eurones, the elegant Emerlindians, Fighting Marion's Tumenhoffers, Swift Kimmins, and Orants. Kale sighed. Orants, like me. Chief Councilman Miger said he thought I was in an Orant, though he'd never seen one. "'Another reason for me to go to the hall,' he said. "'She squinted as a large, dark shape swooped over the far mountains "'and headed for Vendella. "'She jumped to her feet and could not keep from bouncing on her toes "'as she recognized a greater dragon. "'It circled the city, a dark silhouette passing in front of the iridescent white towers. "'Kale tucked the pouch safely back into her shirt "'and scrambled up the steep hillside, hoping for a better view.' she stopped and gave a whoop as she saw two more of the majestic creatures crest the mountains and make a downward approach to vendella climbing the sharp incline on her hands and knees now